Hello everybody, this is Captain Katz, and welcome to another episode of Red Shoe Shoots, where we talk about wrestling every time, all the time. And here with me, of course, is We Are Cats. Yo-ho! And before we get started, just want to wish everyone out there, Happy New Year's, Happy 2021, and thank you for joining us again for another year of craziness in the world of wrestling. So without further ado, let's get going. So we've had a lot of wrestling to report and a lot of wrestling to talk about um, where to begin. So this is how we're gonna we're gonna begin. Wrestle Kingdom. <laughs> Wrestle Kingdom fifteen happened and my God, it was good. It was really, really, really good. Uh, it just happened last weekend, uh, well, January fourth uh, to the fifth. And then after that, there was uh, New Year's Dash. So it was the 4th, 5th, and 6th. Just put it that way. Mm-hmm. So it was a three-day event. Um, and it was good. It, it, it was really, really, really good. There was maybe like a couple matches that were kind of like, meh. But they were okay. They were, they, were, they were supposed to do their, you know, do their due diligence and get everybody going. So without further ado, let's go to night one. So night one for the uh, pre-show match. There was a pre-show match. And it was a 20-man New Japan Rambo uh, to determine who would be the challenge, who would be the challengers for the provisional King of Pro Wrestling 2021 trophy on night one. And the following people who were in this were the following. Uh, Minera Suzuki, Yuji Nagata, Toro, uh, Tora Hinara, Hiroki Goto, Yoshihashi, Togai Makabe, Duki, Yujiro Tanahashi. Doki. No, I said, oh, Doki. Well, I was right here. No. Yujiro uh, Takahashi, uh, Tomorrow Ishi, Homa, Tenzai was there, Rocky Romero was there, Sho, Tiger Mask, we haven't seen in a while, so it was good to see Tiger Mask again. Uh, and three of the young lions of Gabriel Kidd, Yota Tuji, and Yuna Umera. And the four that survived, which were Chase Owens, Bad Luck Fala, Bushi, and last year's winner, Toriano. <laughs> so they move on to night two. And so without further ado, uh, we're just going to break down each match really quick because, like I said, we have a lot to talk about already other wrestling match shows to review so it was crazy so without further ado here was the first match on the actual card oh uh for uh, night one so it was the um the 21 man new japan i already did that well oh you mean uh the proper show proper yes yeah sorry okay so we had the singles match to determine who will challenge for the iwgp junior heavyweight championship on night two and it turns out that Hiromu Takahashi, who was the who was the best of the Super Juniors winner, he defeated El Fantasma, who happened to be the Super J Cup winner. This was the right decision to make um, to start the show with. Uh, they were both good, great. Fantasma looked awesome. Um, Takahashi looked really great. He was selling a good injury. Great storytelling. Great. You know, it was just you know da 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 da. You know. So it was good. Um, next, we have the Gorillas of Destiny 
Tamatanga and Tangaloa um, with Gato, well, being accompanied with Gato, going against uh, the dangerous attackers of Tai Chi and Zack Sabre Jr. with Doki, and this was uh, for the IWGP Tag Team Championships and new uh, IWG, uh, IWGP Tag Team Champions are the G.O.D., the Gorillas of Destiny. Um, good match, good pacing. Uh, last, like, five, ten minutes was kind of like, eh, well, you know, but it was still good. It was still a good match. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then up next, we have a singles match for the IWGP U.S. Championship uh, Challenge Ride certi- Certification. And it was between Kenta and uh, Sotoshi Kojima. Sotoshi Kojima. Sotoshi Kojima. And Tenzai was accompanying him, and Kenta still won. Before this match, we had uh, John Moxley cutting a promo. So Mox might be coming back. Because remember, he is still the IWGP US champion. He never technically lost it. So so this, this was good. So like The match was okay as well. Um, you know, it was a filler match. You know, they had to throw something in there, so but it was, it was okay. Yeah, and then we had uh, two regular singles matches. Uh, well, one of them isn't a, necessarily a regular singles match. We'll get to that one in a moment. Mm-hmm. So the first singles match is Hiroshi Tanahashi, and he went against Great Okan, and Tanahashi is victorious. Um, this is a good match. Um, Great Okan. And Tanahashi did a pretty good job in this match. They did pretty good. You know, it surprised me. I thought this was going to be a little bit of a eh match, but it actually came out pretty entertaining. It was good. It was really, really good. And then the not so regular singles match, which clocked in at 35 minutes and 41 seconds. Another a classic battle Kazuchika Okada going against Will Ospreay. Who was accompanied with B. Priestley. Yeah. And this time around, Okada comes out on top. This was good. This was a good match. Like, from start to finish. Typical Okada match. Slow burning match. And then, like, the build all the way to, like, the last five, ten minutes of the match is just genius. It uh, felt like a championship match, but it's not. Yeah. I I honestly thought this outshined the main event for night one. Uh, but the main event for night one was actually really good, too. So. Oh, yes. And so the main event was... Talking at uh, 31 minutes, 18 seconds. The yeah. singles match for the double belts, the IWGP Heavyweight and Intercontinental Championship between Kota Ibushi and champ Tetsuya Naito. And... Um, the winner of this and is going to be known as Two Belts. Um, Kota Ibushi is your Two Belt champion. So, Two Belt Kota. Oh, but there's that stipulation that the champ there, he has to fight in tight night too. Yeah. So, at the end of this match, which was really good, you see, you see uh, Naito, you know, giving, like, passing both of the, the, the belts to Ibushi. Thought that was awesome. Then you had Jay White come out, cut a promo, really good promo, and it set the stage for night two. Mm-hmm. Night two was pretty interesting. It was good. There was two dark matches. 
Um, the two dark matches were from Stardom. Um, the first match was a six-woman tag team match, and it was a Queen's Quest with AZM, Saya, uh, Saya Kamitani, and Yamati Hayabusa. I'm sorry if I butchered this last name right. Hayashishita. Yes, thank you. Uh, and they went. Uh, they defeated Donna Del Moda. Mondo. 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 Okay, Mondo. My bad. Himika, Maika, and Natsupoi. Yeah. Um, good match. This was good. Like, cocked in just a little bit under 10 minutes. Um, but it was good. And then the second dark match was a tag team um, match for stardom. And it was uh, Dana de Moda, um, Mundo, which is... Uh, Dana del Mundo with uh, Siri and Julia. And defeated uh, Mayo Iwatani and Tom Nakono. Uh, this was also a good match too. Um, Iwatani and Nakono did great. Um, so did um, Donna. So this, this was a good match. So if anybody who never saw Stardom, I think this, these two matches were kind of like a great introduction to what you were going to expect at Stardom. Mm. Okay, and so we get to the, uh, night two. The first match of night two just clocked in just barely under seven minutes and thirty seconds, and it was the four-way dance to to be the provisional King of Pro Wrestling twenty twenty-one trophy, and it was your man, my man, everyone's man, Toriano, to reclaim, going back to back. He defeated Chase Owens, Balak Fale, and Bushi, and yet I'm not surprised. So. But it was an, uh, it was okay. It was a comical match. What do you expect, Storyana? What do you expect? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So up next we have uh, a tag team match for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team, and it was from Suzuki Gun, El Desperado, and Yoshinobu Kanemaru, and they defeated one or eight of Ryosuke Takaguchi and Master Wato with Tenzai accompanying them. Um, this one was okay. It wasn't that bad. Um, well, Wato, he, he improved. Yeah, he did. But, um, he still needs a little bit of more time. A little bit more time. You know, he's still a little green. Around the, around the edges. But it wasn't that bad. You know, give him some more time. And then you had... Quite possibly one of the two best matches of the night for night two. And it was uh, Shingo Takagi going against Jeff Cobb for the Never Open Weight Championship. That went on for a little bit over 21 minutes. And it was just bam, 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 bam. Uh, Shingo Takagi is still your Never Open Weight Champion. What a hell of a match. Mm-hmm. From start to finish, a hell of a match. And then from here on out. Like from here on out, every match from starting with the Shingo Takagi match all the way to the main event was like over twenty plus minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So next you had uh, Sonata going against Evo with Dick Togo. That one went almost twenty three minutes. Sonata won. I think that's the end of that feud. I think. Um, after that, then you had the singles match for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship. You had uh, 
Hiromo Takahashi going against Taiji Ishimori, and Tanahashi, Takahashi is your new uh, IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship. That clocked in in a little bit over 25 and a half minutes. It was it was a great match, fast paced, quick, 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 quick. Um, congratulations to Takahashi for winning his uh, IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship back. And then the main event went on for 48 minutes and 5 seconds. And it was Kota Ibushi, um, the IWGP Heavyweight and Intercontinental Championship champion, putting both belts on the line uh, against Jay White with Gato and phenomenal match this was good and uh the winner and still champion is two belt kota kota abushi and jy afterwards cut a hell of a promo and we don't know if this would be the last time we saw him at new japan yeah but i doubt well if it is well i doubt he's going to be wanting to go to wwe i mean well, there's rumors right now saying that they're, you know, talking. They're in talks. Hmm. Most likely he'll probably go to ROH or something. Or AEW, but we don't know. We don't know. So so that was Wrestle Kingdom. And man, Wrestle Kingdom was really good this year. Really, really, really good. And, um, yeah. Really good. <laughs> And then up next, uh, a couple of days later, we had night one of AEW's two-night New Year Smash. This was actually pretty good, too. This was actually pretty good, too. Um, first match we had on night one were the Young Bucks and SoCal Uncensored defeating the Acclaim and the Hybrid 2. Um, this was a good match, a good opening match, spots and stuff like that here and there. Um, and the acclaim looking good in this one as well. Up next, we had the match that everybody was waiting for last night. Um, it was Warlord, uh, Warlow uh, going against Jake Hager, and Warlow won. Both men looked great. They were really, 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 really good. Um, good slobber knocker of a match. And up next was the surprising one. Uh, Cody Rhodes with Snoop Dogg coming out. Defeating Matt Seidel. And then after, I think during the match, they accidentally hit Serpentico and Luther. And then at the end of the match, Chaos Project came in, wanted to interfere and stuff like that. They knocked out Serpentico and Snoop. Did a splash of some sort. What do they call it? What did uh, Shivani call it? Snoop Splash? Yes. <laughs> if you want to know what I'm talking about, just YouTube it or Twitch it. Uh, not you, like either YouTube it or Twitter it. You see what I'm talking about. But it was still pretty good. And then uh, Hikaru Shida fight against Abaddon. That was a good match as well. Uh, Hikaru Shida is still your uh, AEW Women's World Champion. And then the match of the night was uh, Kenny Omega with Don Callis 
going uh, going and beating Ray Phoenix in a hell of a match. Great match. It was it was it was that great of a match. It was quick, fast paced. Both men just zoom 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 countered each other left and right like crazy. Especially Phoenix had a couple crazy counters. At the end of the match, we saw um, was it? we saw Gallus and Anderson come out. We saw the uh, the Young Bucks come out and. Bullet Club is back, some, in some way, shape, or form. Not necessarily. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the thing is, uh, even after the ending of that, people were asking, "Is this? Are they going back in the Bullet Club or this and that?" And uh, Tamatanga said that. This isn't a bullet. You can't have bullet club without the Tongas. This is just basically old men wanting to be back in bullet club, um, which I thought it was funny. Which I thought, it was, which I really thought it was funny. Um, and then, other than that, yeah, um, night one for uh, New Year's Smash was actually good. This, this was actually, which was actually really, really, really good. And then night two, these are the matches that are happening in night two. We have Darby Allen going against, going against Brian Cage with Taz for the AEW TNT Championship belt. Um, then we have uh, FTR, Cash Wheeler, and Dax uh, Harwood with Tolly Blanchard by their side going against Jurassic Express with Jungle Boy and Marco Stunt. So Luchasaurus is on the sidelines this time. Yes. And then Serena Deep going against Ty Conte with Anna Jay for the NWA Women's Championship. Then we have Pac versus Eddie Kingston. Then we have Chuck Taylor with Orange Cassidy uh, being accompanied with Orange Cassidy uh, going against Miro being accompanied by Kip Sabian and Penelope Ford. And the stipulation that if Chuck loses, he will be Miro's young boy until Sabian and uh, Kip Sabian's and uh, Penelope Ford's wedding at at Beach Break. And then the main event would be the Elite Kenny Omega and. The, and the Bucks going against, uh, I think to be announced, we don't know. So, so this is going to be interesting. And and then after that, a couple of days later, yesterday, as of recording, we had Genesis. Impact Genesis. No one didn't see this coming. I thought this was crazy. This took place in Nashville, Tennessee. And we had a Super X Cup tournament. That was basically what the whole pay-per-view was built around with a couple of matches. So we're just going to get to them quick because they were they were good. They were pretty good. They were good. Um, especially the last three matches of this. So, so first we have Ace Austin. Uh, with Man Man Fulton defeating Suicide. Then we had uh, Blake Christian going uh, defeating Casey Navarro. Then we had Cousin Jake defeating against Davari. Crazy Steve defeating uh, Ted Lamar. And then the second round of the of, of the semifinals, we have Ace Austin beating Cousin Jake. Then we have Blake Christian beating Crazy Steve. 
And then we had uh, Jordan Grace defeating Jazz. Good match. That was a really good match. Really good women's match. This technically could be Jazz's last match as a professional wrestler. You know what? I'm cool with that. She had a hell of a career. Um, if you haven't seen her wrestle, watch any of her matches. Really great, really great female wrestler. Truly, truly one of the best. Um, the finals of the Super X Cup. We had uh, Ace Austin winning, defeated uh, Blake Blake Christians, and then the main event was a I Quit match between Moose and Willie Mac, and Willie Mac defeated Moose. This, you know, this was good. This was great because um, you hardly get to see tournaments like this nowadays. You know, like a, a, like a tournament. Like a, 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 a an entire tournament in one pay per view from start to finish, like boom, you know, you don't see those anymore in in uh, wrestling now. So I thought that was pretty awesome. Um, yeah. So and here's the funny thing too. After this, this upcoming week, we have hard to kill. Huh. In six days, <laughs> and uh, here are the matches for Hard to Kill. We have uh, let me see, ba 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 ba. First, okay, so uh, cards are subject to change. So yeah, in six days, anything can happen. Okay, so we have uh, Havoc and Navar going against uh, Kerry Hogan and Tasha Steeles. We have the Elite Kenny Omega and the Good Brothers. Uh, Anderson and Gallows with Don Callis going against Rich Swan and the Motor City Machine Guns of Alex Shelby and Chris Sabian for a six-man tag team match. Then we have a triple threat match for the Impact X Division Championship. We have um, Mankey versus Mankey versus Chris Bay and Rohit Raju. And then for the women's for the Impact Knockouts Championship. We have Donna Parizio going against Tyra Valkyrie. Then an old school rule six man tag team match. Eric Young, Donner, and Joe Dewar going against Cousin Jake, Rhino, and Tommy Dreamer. Oof. A barbed wire massacre match with uh, Eddie, Eddie Edwards and Sammy Callahan. And then we have the Karate Man versus Ethan Page. So we will give you our thoughts and everything about this next week so that's going to be interesting and just in case you're wondering what Dave Meltzer gave after this entire week of crazy wrestling he gave not one, not two not three, not four but five stars matches to five different matches four of them belonging to New Japan and one to AEW. And there was a close six. And we'll get to that one. Okay. So here are the matches that... And here are the matches. And here's how much he gave them. Kazuchi Okada defeating Will Ospreay. 5.25 stars. Kota Ibushi defeating Jay White. 5.25. That was on night two. Uh, Kota Ibushi defeating Tetsuya Naito. Five stars. 
Shingo Takagi versus Jeff Cobbs, five stars. And Kenny Omega defeating Ray Phoenix, five stars. The closest, this, the, the one match that was almost six was Hiromo Takahashi and Taiji Ishimori, 4.75. You said almost six. Yeah, almost six five-star matches. Oh. Yeah. So, yeah. What a hell of a week for wrestling. <laughs> you know, it's, yeah, so it's like oh, just a weekend in 2021. We've already had five matches, almost six matches that were five-star matches and above, and that's just crazy. You know, but, you know, everybody just take it with a grain of salt, you know. Could be wrong, could be right. But speaking of which, what do you think of those five matches that got five stars from Dave Meltzer? Was he right on the money? Was he not right? One should 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 one have been higher? Yeah, than he the was other? right on the money. I mean, oh, I mean, that's very hard to say. Maybe the one that lasted a well, actually, that's going to be hard, especially the Kenny Omega. I'd say uh, the uh, hardest would be between the Kenny Omega Ray Phoenix match mm-hmm. and comparing that with the Kota Ibushi uh, Jay White match. Okay. Because damn. Either or. Well, also the one he had with Naito. He, he got two star. He got two five star matches and back to back nights. Yeah, that's very hard. Very hard. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That is. But but here's the thing though. Abushi wrestled for like almost an hour plus in two nights. If you add both of the matches to, to together, yeah. Even in Naito's um, post defeat, you know, like you know, he has to talk about his reflections and stuff. He's like, I wanted to do this, you know, two nights in a row. I wanted to be champion two nights in a row. I can't do it. <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying you know age is catching. I'm just, I guess he's just saying, yeah, he, yeah, he got me, but I'll be back. Yeah. See, but here's the thing, though. With uh, comparing to um, Ibushi's two two five star matches, comparing to Omega and uh, Ray Phoenix, o- Omega and Ray Phoenix did more with less time, and he did, and he got a five star match. Mm-hmm. Comparing to, you know, Ibushi with Jay White was over like almost forty eight minutes, and then. Him and, and Ibushi and Naito in 30 plus minutes, you know. Like, uh, but then also, you know, the Okada and Osprey match oh. wasn't that long, but it was still good though. <laughs> yeah. And same thing with the Jeff Cobb and, and um, Shingo match. Wasn't that long, but it was great though. So, what, what does it mean? So, what does that say to you? You know, three matches went on for almost almost a half an hour, comparing to the two matches that didn't even went a half an hour. Well, the, the shorter matches were a bit more chaotic, so there's going to be you know more more uh, a bit more risk going going on, mm-hmm. you know, harder, right, quicker. Mm-hmm. Whereas the other ones were well longer. Um, a bit slow at times, but they build up to uh, very close, intense moments. Where it's like, oh my god, he's going to beat him! No, you know, mm-hmm. and and it gives room for unexpected turns. Mm-hmm. 
you know, maybe maybe a wrestler's super move doesn't work. You know, like you have to do it like three times. You know, that sort of thing. Right. Give room for that. Yeah, that's true. But all in all, uh, all of those matches were great, and you know, wow, you know that that is some damn good wrestling. Yeah. Okay. Um, the Hiromo Takahashi and Ishimori and the the Ishimori match, four point seventy five. Should have been a should that been a five star match or no? Well, because remember it's four point seventy five. It was point twenty five away from being a five star match. Excuse me, I had some coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just one of those, you know, flip a coin things. You know, it's right there. Mm-hmm. You know what? 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 What's wrong with it? Or, you know, you could have done it a bit better, but it probably did good as it should. But it deserves a little bit more. Like, uh, you know, kind of like a rounding up. Right. Like, right. Just give it to it. Round it up. Right, okay. Yeah, me, yeah, I can say the same thing. Because it was a good match. It was a really good match. There was a lot of great moments, you know. Um, but when you compare it to the other matches that got the five stars, you know, it's just like, ah, man, you know, who, how can you? How, what can you compare it to with what, you know? And remember, this is just, okay. In one week, we had one, two, three... Four, five red, five big wrestling shows. Yeah, in one week. And it concludes this week with uh, New Year's Bash Part Two, Night Two. No, and Hard to Kill. And Hard to Kill, and uh, who else? And then the Royal Rumble's gonna happen soon, right after. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, here's this. Okay, Wrestle Kingdom. Did it set the bar for the rest of the year? Like, it usually does. Yes. All right. Why? Well, there may be uh, some of those matches, you know... Um, mid-card matches? Mid-card matches, but they serve their purpose. Right. You know, to balance out the flavor. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't leave you dull. Mm-hmm. It doesn't... It, doesn't te- it technically doesn't leave you to go like, oh, this will be my bathroom break match. Right. It did not. Mm-hmm. You know, you got genuine good... Um, you got it at face value, good face value, with those uh, mid card matches, and then you got the, you know, the main eventers, and it's like, ugh. Mm-hmm. All right, and then compared to the AEW and Impact, you know, well, a little bit faster. Well, well, in the relative sense, it's faster. It's a bit more chaotic. You know, they have to perform harder because, you know... you know, the Time constraint. Time, well, yes, because of time constraint, which is an accomplishment in itself. Mm-hmm. But, of course, um, the, the weird thing is that um, they perform the same type of uh, wrestling, even though one set of wrestling has longer period of time, mm-hmm. and the other one is more time constrained. But the effects are still the same. Like, they're really great performers. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so as far as um, you know, Impact and AEW, um, they might have less, but they actually work with it and take it to use it as an advantage. You know, we, we don't have a drawn out, you know, super mega match, so let's just make it to a, you know, a, a big, quick, you know, 
big time slugfest. Yeah, big time slugfest with uh, unpredictable results. Right. You know, the, yeah, they're risking injury and stuff like that, but um, you know, they they're professionals. They know how to do it, and uh, you know, they totally get the job done. Mm-hmm. So they're showing that okay, we're not big as uh, New Japan, but uh, you know. You can at least uh, enjoy New Japan's buzz and enjoy our buzz right now. Sure. You know, they're not really competing against New Japan, but, uh, you know, in terms of grabbing attention, I mean, obviously, you know, Wrestle Kingdom. Mm-hmm. But, um, but, they, but, you know, they can bounce back up and say, well, you're done with this one, buzz. Here, how about us? And then, you know, a whole unique, different set of wrestling and, you know, great results. Okay. Um, final question. WWE. What can they learn from this week's five-star craziness of matches and events and everything in this one week? What can they learn from it and implement it into, let's say, the Royal Rumble or throughout the rest of this year? Well, in order to catch up, they're going to have to put one hell of a Royal Rumble. They're not going to do it on television, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. They need to catch up with television. They need to start building it up and legitimize this edition's Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, they got the men's and the women's, so that's, so, you know, give them right, where, you know, do where credit where credit is due. They got the men's and the women's Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. But they're going to have to uh, somehow at least make an attempt to replicate the 92 Royal Rumble, the greatest Royal Rumble they got, in order to at least somehow fight back and say, hey, we may be down, but we're coming right back up. Hmm. Because remember, the Royal Rumble starts the road of WrestleMania. So they have to set the bar with Royal Rumble in order to uh, plant the seeds. Plant the seeds to getting back the attention that they need. Mm-hmm. Let alone, uh, you know, great wrestling and all that stuff. So they're going to have to really work hard, and and they have to. Well, starting what uh, tomorrow, they they got to start, you know, legitimizing the necessity to watching Royal Rumble, not just saying, oh, Royal, not just looking up to Twitter saying, oh, Royal Rumble's on. No, they need to start legitimizing it so then everybody can put it down on their calendars and, you know, order it pay-per-view and, mm-hmm. you know, that sort of thing. Right. Yeah, to me, I think the I think this year's Royal Rumble, like, they really, really need to pull a rabbit out of their hat. Can you check real quick before we uh, uh, yeah, log yeah. out if, if like you know if they have any matches or or um, there's any plans? I guess. Um, okay, so yeah, let's just do that right now. Okay, so the Royal Rumble is at the thirty first and the end of the month. So we're as of recording, we're on the tenth. Um, 21 days 3 so, weeks so they have 3 weeks to build matches and the only matches that they have are the men and women's Royal Rumble and Roman Reigns against Adam Pierce for the Universal Championship and they got 3 weeks to 
get it, to so, get something going. Yeah, and so far they got some people in the Royal Rumble. Who are they? So as of now, for the Men's Royal Rumble, you have uh, Daniel Bryan, Bobby Lashley, AJ Styles, Randy Orton, and Otis. For the women's, you have Nia Jax, Charlotte Flair, Bianca Belair, and Bailey. So, so they need to start making a short list before they make a, a long list. Pretty much. And so far, that's their attempt of making it solid. Uh, yeah. I guess at first it's sufficient. Yeah. Now they got to build up on that. Mm-hmm. Or else, and, yeah. And just to let you guys know, it's not going to be taking place at the performance center. It's uh, going to be taking place at Tropicana Fields in Saint Petersburg, Florida. Yeah. Any attendance issues? You know, like... We don't know. Um, we got to wait and see until it gets closer and if WWE and, you know, the city of St. Petersburg, Florida is going to allow it. So we just got to wait and see. So. All right. So that's it for Red Show Shoots this week, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you guys so much for listening to us and letting us back into your homes and wherever you listen to us for 2021 um well next week we'll next week's show we're going to be talking about uh what happened at impact wrestling's um impacts hard to kill especially if kenny omega and the good brothers open that forbidden door well well before we go here okay let's do this one prediction one big bold prediction for wrestling Go. I don't know if it's going to work or not. I'll just throw it out. Somebody from... I, I'm not going to say who because I don't know. Let's just say somebody from New Japan just comes and steals a show either from Impact or more from AEW. My prediction for this year of wrestling is... I have two. One... We might have a full arena show. At least one. One full arena show. It doesn't matter who. Who gets it or anything. It's just one. Oh, and one's enough. One's enough. And two. I think AEW is going to open that forbidden door. And they're going to work with New Japan. If they're gonna if they're gonna do it, they might as well do it this year. Cause I would expect nothing more of it. <laughs> All right, so thank you guys so much for listening to us. I hope you guys have a great time and our little bold prediction right there at the end. Um, I hope you guys have a great rest of your week of watching wrestling and next next week's show we're gonna talk about the results for New Year's Smash Night Two. Uh, Impact Wrestling's Hard to Kill and any other wrestling news that comes out of everywhere. So until on that, on behalf of We Are Cats, I am Captain Cats. Thank you guys so much. I hope you guys have a wonderful week. Stay safe out there. Put on your mask. Keep your physical and social distancing over there. And most of all, be kind to one another. You know, this is start of 2021. Clean slate. Let's just try to be a little bit more nicer out there. Okay? Until then, take care. Have a good one. And keep watching wrestling. Yo-ho.